You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! That song, I tell you what. <laughs> you know, I you said that last week and it got cut off. I yeah. felt bad. Because you do actually love that song. Well, I, whatever song we choose, I don't see that's the best part about the best part about music. No, that's the best part is that I don't even know what song we're going to pick. Or I usually don't know, and I'm always like, I love that song. Yeah. It's generally whatever I have on my hard drive at that moment because I'm editing on like my shitty little netbook at work, and there's like my network, my work here is not working, and I can't download music, so I'm. Uh, I'm stuck. I, I'm stuck playing uh, '70s Italo Disco. <laughs> That's great. No, is, that, yeah, don't. Nobody seems to mind to care. I mean, nobody seems to care, but also nobody seems to mind. Remember in the beginning of the podcast, where everyone's like, "Oh, you really opened my eyes to like Italian disco in a way that mm-hmm. no one else." And now everyone's like, "Fuck, who cares?" Yeah, this is fucking old news. Our listeners are up though now. We're, we're we almost broke another record this week. Yeah, what's going on, uh, metal blog in the UK? Yeah, uh, good to meet you. Uh, Welcome to all our new listeners yes. in the uh, United Kingdom. I, I, apparently, you have a new prince this week, which is probably super exciting. The little prince in outer space. Remember that? Remember that cartoon? The little prince. You know, Le Petit Prince. I very rarely find like you know when people go on Facebook and they put up pictures with words on them and they're in, in, like it's a third party attempt to be clever and there's like, it's like so what I do all the time. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot you in the face. Um, but somebody uh, somebody photoshopped um, whatever the fucking prince and whatever her name is onto the Michael Jackson almost yeah, dropping we were his just face. looking at that. Dude, actually, I almost pissed that my was, pants. That was, that's almost as good as the Pope in the uh, back, <laughs> backdoor casting cast. I actually almost did piss my pants when you posted that. Because every dude has watched one of those fucking videos. <laughs> every dude who watches porn. You know what, though? I had no idea what it was. <laughs> like, it was just okay. it was just a picture of the Pope in a really undignified surrounding, <laughs> yes. and that was enough to set me off majorly. Oh and then somebody told me later on, and I got a little bummed out. I was like, oh, that's 
that actually ruins the joke for me. It was awesome. It's like, oh my god, the Pope is on Backdoor Casting. <laughs> Backroomcasting.com. Um, yes, if you want to direct your browser to thrashhits.com. Thrash Hits. That's two H's. Thrashhits.com. They, completely unsolicited, did a, uh, a nice little piece on us with a link. Thank yeah, that you. was pretty dope. Thank, Thank you, United Kingdom, the birthplace of metal. Uh, we are humbled in your presence. And congratulations on your new baby. Hey, also, you got a that, baby. Uh, like a BBC at the Grind at the BBC uh, <laughs> compilation, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> well, as long as we're trying to reach out to new audiences, I'm going to mention that I really like that. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, right. and Justin likes the Grind at the BBC compilation. Yeah, really good. <laughs> we're no, that was when. Uh, it's on the live. Uh, yeah, that's when. Uh, it's also it's all almost like it's like the half napalm death, and even Chris Lawrence got tired of grind by like CD two, <laughs> <laughs> and was like, "Hey, maybe we could put something different on." It's a new sport. <laughs> yeah. See, see if you can tire out Chris Lawrence by playing a lot of grind music. This is like really good proto crust. It's a six yeah. LP set. It's really good. You're gonna enjoy this it. This is my new band called The More I See. It's amazing. <laughs> Anyways. Cut the, All right. cut the bullshit. You know why we're here, motherfuckers. Yeah, this is, this is serious business. Episode 30. Uh, we're in Justin Kiss's house. His windows are open. His cat is missing. And uh, No shit, cat's gone. Cat's gone. The cat keeps, like, the cat's like become like a like a petulant eight-year-old and just like runs away randomly. <laughs> All right. And then comes back like half a day later. And, I, uh, uh, I really want to like roll past your house one day and like accidentally not hit the brakes while your cat's in the street. <laughs> Worst cat ever. Sorry, no, PCP no, to yeah, people. No, but uh, no. When she disappeared the first time, I'm like, hey, maybe I'm out from under that cat. <laughs> yeah, no shit. We were all set to go get you a normal. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna go to Petco. Yeah. No, she showed back. We're up. gonna go to Petco. We're gonna be like, let's get you a nice cat, Justin, and then it showed back up for yeah. no reason. Yeah, I got a cat right here that needs a home if anyone wants it. Really? <laughs> What's its name? We, we still got that cat we we're, uh, were house-sitting for, or cat-sitting for. That's great. What, What's the cat's name? Uh, Rocky. Ugh. Yeah, I know, man. I know. Rocky. I know. I know. I just throw things at it during the day. <laughs> Why don't you rename it, dude? I guess I could. Because I, if I feel like if I rename it, then it's going to live here forever. And I don't, I don't want to create any sort of attachment to it. Okay. <laughs> you have you have exhibited yourself as a cold man. Yes. Um, all right. So you know why we're here, assholes. This is episode thirty, and I got Justin Kiss here for the oh, for one reason and one reason only to talk conspiracy theories because we get a lot of people asking us what's up with the conspiracy theories. We give little teasers every now and then, but here's the real shit. I don't know anything about conspiracy theories. Andrew and Justin are going to helm this. They're, gonna, they're the point men, and I'm in the back with the M60. If we were a Vietnam platoon, these motherfuckers would be on point, and I'd be back with the radio man smoking cigarettes. Well, Hans, be the, Hans be the crock Andrew spotter. had like, the, his five best. Uh, mm. So I wanted to like, hear his five best, and then I was going to like, tell him what actually is the best conspiracy theory like, yeah. going right now. Let's hear a couple afterwards. of yours, bro. I didn't make a best list. Oh, I had already I had made the plan. I actually engineered that plan, and then uh, my cable modem died today. And instead, I spent an hour screaming at Time Warner. Oh, uh, And then they actually came and they responded. My they replaced my modem within an hour of me calling and screaming. Wow. You do have uh, friends in high places. Maybe you do know Jay Z. Maybe you're a member of the Illuminati. Well, I was actually thinking that it's. If you told me that Time Warner was actually reptilians and they were trying to take over by causing me a heart attack, then 
That's I, like I on all of the anti-conspiracy blogs that I uh, frequent. Like the David Ick reptilian theory is always like the go-to joke theory. <laughs> I'm really excited because I never read these blogs. So yeah, I, yeah. I want you to yeah. kind of treat this like a news report. Yeah, no, that was great. What, like, is, uh, the, what is the reptilian theory? That's like that. Uh, like uh, we all like evolved from some sort of alien reptiles. Oh, that's and awesome! Yeah, yeah. It's I like, it's like the the miniseries V, but for yeah, real. yeah, but for real. What do you mean for real? V was fucking awesome. My parents were my remember my parents watched it once, and they were like freaked out enough never to watch it again for some reason. <laughs> like real progressive kind of hippie parents, they're like, oh, it's just weird. It's just like they're just going too far with television here in the eighties. So weird here in the late eighties. Is that a reptilian? Uh, a reptilian is just contacting yeah. me and told me to shut the fuck up. Yeah, they're like, uh, knock that off. <laughs> Knock yeah. <laughs> that shit off. Well, it's funny when the uh, the Time Warner guy was here. I would, you know, I was just complaining about something. I'm like, I swear to fucking god, I've had like ten modems in fucking twelve months. Like this is ridiculous. <laughs> you said that. That's great. And the guy turns and he looks at me and he goes, "They know what they're doing." <laughs> and then he went downstairs to get a modem. And it was really weird. <laughs> they know what they're doing. Yeah, they good. know what they're doing. Yeah, it's a sort of like loose lips uh, sink ship thing. Uh, ship thing. Uh, like a. Uh... And you know what, guys? Dude's got to like, learn to keep his mouth shut. <laughs> a different cable guy came up and replaced my modem, and then he made the throat cut gesture to me, and he left. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was dope. And you went, and then inexplicably, your your wallet and computer were both missing. Yeah, it's You're at the right. library No, no right big deal. <laughs> well, currently, they got eight the, bucks uh, and a Mac Mini with bad RAM. <laughs> the, great, the best conspiracy theory on the internet right now is uh, the guy that runs the, the excellent website, Vig- Vigilant Citizen. <laughs> which I can't plug enough. Like it's great. That's you should a... re- you should check it daily. Vigilantcitizen. Vigilantcitizen.com. Like amazing. Go in there right now. <laughs> but his like uh, conspiracy du jour, like oh, it involves like uh, the Hollywood elite raising like MK Ultra mind control <laughs> assassins, which is like in and of itself pretty great. But he somehow managed to combine his like weird like uh sexual frustrations like with that so he's created this category that he refers to as sex kitten mind control uh Jesus like assassins Christ. which is like all of like the ex like disney abc actresses and young pop stars that are like overly sexualized he thinks are also part of some sort of weird bizarre mk ultra program uh, all right and so like when a- amanda Bynes or anyone loses it it's like oh she's gone off the rails from her programming <laughs> <laughs> But it's, like, so great, because it's, like, the weird, like, uh, sort of loser that would, like, uh, do an obsessive uh, conspiracy website. Oh, if he wasn't doing this, you would actually be stalking Amanda Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. No, no, he would, like, yeah. But instead, he's turned it into this weird thing where, like, the government's trying to force him to be attracted to, like, uh, these (laughs) these young celebrity girls. Do you think the government is forcing me to be attracted to uh, tattooed Harry Punk girls? That's possible, yeah. Like, some sort of weird, like, uh... Fuck. Like, uh, yeah. That sucks. The government's fucking fucking with my head. Although I, uh, Some sort of weird, like, jawbreaker mind control, like, assassins. Uh. <laughs> Jesus. The, my Blake Schwarzenbach. He is, actually, you know what, if I'm friends, I'm Facebook friends with Blake Schwarzenbach. <laughs> well, <laughs> not anymore, you're not. Yeah, uh, I no. would back off that, because oh, you know, he's creating these, Well, like, uh, he changed his name to Christopher Lager, and he does <laughs> performance art uh, for kids who 
definitely expect like those cheesy ass Jawbreaker songs. <laughs> so I have a constant stream wherever he's touring of like three or four people like, whoa, well, well, uh, Blake Schwarzenbach played Rochester, and it was really weird, and he changed his name to Chris Lager, Jesus. and he played the fucking xylophone with a with a mallet sticking out of his ass, and shit like that. <laughs> sounds really, really cool. <clears throat> well, it sounds way better, it's like, you know, as a fan of outsider art. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Justin's witnessed many of my outsider art projects over the years, um, and uh, <clears throat> I like to think that I have a little bit in common with him, but I, I do think that he is a... Uh, uh, I'm gonna make it up. I think that he, uh, <laughs> I think that Blake Schwarzenbach was uh, the reason for because he was. Um, they toured with Nirvana for a little while, and he was introduced to the Illuminati uh, from Kurt Cobain, who was a uh, Illumina- Illuminati sacrifice along with Tupac. Yeah. We'll get into him in a minute, no doubt. <laughs> So, all right. Well, give a hit us with some more shit, Justin. Yeah, just as a heads up, the uh, the top story on VigilantCitizen.com <laughs> right now is the hidden and not so hidden messages in Stanley Kubrick's Eyes Wide Shut Part Two. Part Two. Because I've read, this I read part, part One. I'm like, I, I've read Part One already. Like, you love uh, it. it was pretty. Oh, there's great. more. There's already 349 comments to this. Yeah. No, his, his site like. Outside of being like absolutely batshit crazy, the guy is really smart, which makes it like re- a really weird sight to read because he will do like these insane dissections of like stuff that no one cares about. I haven't had a chance to watch that Shining movie yet. I really want to. Yeah. That shit sounds absolutely out of control. <laughs> well, this one, like in this one, he like does like a scene by scene breakdown of the movie Hide and Seek. <laughs> just like stuff that like no like what like how does anyone care like about <laughs> that much no it's pretty great uh the occult symbolism of the los angeles central library i see that that's <laughs> pretty good every month he does just a, like a breakdown of pictures of like uh girls uh with like one one hand over their eye like in pictures, like seriously, no, it's every month. Oh, speaking, that's that's uh, shows yeah, it does the like the, eye, right? the yeah, the all-seeing eye, the one like or anything with checkerboard patterns because that's like Illuminati symbolism too. Or ska, yeah, or ska, <laughs> ska, or ska. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like ska. ska is definitely a reptilian fucking conspiracy. Yeah, 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 I was gonna say like even the Illuminati probably back, back away from. Oh, here's this like thing with more. Speaking of sex kittens, and he lists like uh, all of these blatant like. <laughs> Courtney Stodden is quickly becoming the most blatant example of this kind of programming. <laughs> <laughs> like it's all these like really slutty pictures of girls that he's like. <laughs> that he definitely beefs off. To, yeah. No yeah. No. Amazing. Like really. Like great. I wish. It's I'd... really. It's interesting that in what thirty years we went from Sirhan Sirhan to fucking uh, uh, <laughs> Courtney Stodden at MK yeah. Ultra. <laughs> yeah. No. It's way better. Like I, I love the, <laughs> the idea that these like. And none of them have actually assassinated anyone, which is the weirder part. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, no, like, they're really, like, taking their time to, like, <laughs> kick in this programming. It actually would be pretty dope if, like, Paris Hilton irradiated that fucking uh, Russian journalist. Yeah, like, anything like that. That's great. I forgot about the Russian journalist who got irradiated. I love the Russian journalist. It was in his tea, right? Well, that's what he gets for or drinking soup tea. or something, yeah. yeah. That's what he gets for drinking tea, though. Yeah. I thought he just walked through a cloud of that shit. Like, be, somebody, yeah. like, sprayed him with aerosol or something. It's really bad. Either way, super not cool for that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, dude. Sorry. Yeah, like. Uh, sorry, I, I dropped this isotope eleven. Yeah, wait, 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 wait to bring the conversation down. We have to like think about that poor dude. Come on, man. Oh, I'm man. thinking about that dude laying on a hospital bed. Why, you know, had the world by the balls, and then he. Gets That's my jam, though. At the same, like I, 
my my number one top conspiracy is the Kennedy conspiracy. I cannot get enough of that shit. So all that shit, I love it. Well, my my like obsession with this started with like the Kennedy consp- conspiracy because it's so, so like, fucking easy to fall down that hole. Well, and it's like the weirder thing is like all of a sudden I realized at some point in my life that there were more people that believed that there was a conspiracy to kill Kennedy than there were that didn't believe yeah. that there was a conspiracy and like there was some sort of tipping point and that tipping point was a Kevin Costner movie. <laughs> Which is like even more like uh, like weird. It's like all of a sudden like Kevin Costner like uh, changed everyone's mind about like uh, JFK in the uh, Oliver Stone movie. <laughs> well, there was that there was that uh, government inquest in like the late seventies where the like the official result was like yeah there, there probably was I yeah, don't know. No, like, like that was like that was the actual result like yeah, yeah probably supposed I don't to be know a sealed letter until like the year 3000 or something like yeah. that it was supposed to be like is that right do not open until this time and this letter has the answer sealed by Pierre Salinger remember no that? shit all I know is that Kennedy was involved with a lot of weird shit and like he no probably doubt. was gonna end, end up dead regardless and uh, and he ran he ran up <laughs> deep in Marilyn Monroe's cutty yeah mm-hmm. no that's my. That's what I have to add to the conspiracy that's, yeah. episode. Remember that time that John F. Kennedy uh, <laughs> entered his long, uncut shank deep into Marilyn Monroe's cutty and made her um, orgasm like Joe DiMaggio never could make her. I was going to say, do you think this is Joe DiMaggio or Arthur Miller? Yeah. <laughs> or oh, oh, she went out with Arthur Miller. She had a weird taste in them. She's kind of like me. I have all different kinds of tastes. Mar- Ma- you know what? When people think about Marilyn Monroe, they better think about me, too. You're right. Marilyn Monroe was a lot like you. Yeah, she true. was, man. She go out. She went out with Sammy Davis Jr. She went out with black guys, white guys, baseball players, Arthur Miller, who probably couldn't even pour himself a bath. You know, you're all over the place with these. And I'm the same way. I go after Punk Kurosawa and uh, <laughs> like girls who like punk and like girls who have hairy armpits. <laughs> and um, like that's not those aren't different classes of girls. Those yeah, are all exactly the same. The same girl. What are you talking yeah, about, man? Come on. No, but you, you, uh, Justin even said once that I don't really have a type that I go after because he's seen the last girlfriend I had look like a Barbie doll. The girl before that, I, a couple different girls, and you've seen all the different. Primarily, you have a type. Like oh, you, you've fuck. broken type like once in a while. <laughs> you've seen yeah. some of the. You've seen some of the hound dogs that come. It's like one of those around, weird man. like aberrations, like in like, it's like where you just like, like if you're doing a study, you just be like, okay, that was a weird one, like that. Thanks, <laughs> like, no one, that. Yeah, Thank no one you. has any idea. You've why seen that some happened. of the hound dogs been sniffing around yeah. my backyard. It's man. like the one dude that did get AIDS from a toilet seat type situation. Where it's, like, <laughs> it's like all right, well, one time it happened. Like, Thank yeah, you. Like it's like it's weird uh guys not a uh, real concern though like it's fucked up because i got AIDS from a fucking oh, toilet see, seat you <laughs> fuck, you. fuck you man that's why i'm in such a good mood you're going to get tested this week yeah. you're gonna get you're gonna get in your car and you're like tap on the on the I steering wheel get nervous hiv negative test fucking framed believe it <laughs> oh all the years of wondering it's like a natalie merchant song it's like all those years of wondering and now I finally find out I don't have <laughs> HIV or clap or anything or the drip or anything like and that. You are a miracle of God's creation. Uh, and I am a miracle. <laughs> Great Natalie <laughs> Merchant reference. Yeah. Holy shit. I am a miracle of God's creation. Uh, I made a Sean Colvin reference the other day and I was really bummed out by it. <laughs> oh Great. You somehow only... managed to remember that Shotgun Down the Avalanche was like her song. And, oh, which is Jesus. <laughs> yeah, really did, uh, did alarm bells go off and he said, well, for the first time this year, somebody's mentioned Sean Colvin in a sentence. 
Anyway, guys, we're digressing. Uh, I can't yeah. remember shit I learned in high school, but I can remember that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't she do Johnny Come Johnny Came Home too? Probably. Johnny yeah. came no, home. that's somebody else. Uh, no, that's got to be Sean Colvin. That's Sean. Oh, your Sean Colvin apologist. She didn't write yeah, Johnny yeah, Came she, Home. No, no, I think that was like somebody. Uh, Johnny Came Home. Remember that? Yeah, no, that was a terrible. Song I too. still have <laughs> such a crush on Katie Lang, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, not even funny. She looks so fucking good in the early '90s. She's wearing like the the mm-hmm. vertical stripes. And she's got her hair cut. She looks like, like kind of like a really butch, dykey Courtney Cox. <laughs> like sounds she, awesome. Yeah, well, she's yeah, yeah. you know she she's it does sound really awesome. And she's Canadian, so she know you know she doesn't fucking cut anything down there, <laughs> and which I love. And she's singing "Constant Craving." She's got that voice going. I'm back in top form when I start talking about pubic hair. You know that Hans is back. He's not. You got set. a real constant craving thing. I do. I noticed this over the past few weeks. <laughs> I do. I have a constant craving for love and attention. And pubic hair. And pubic hair. And pubic hair. Yeah, <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> and pubes. All three. I'm not getting. <laughs> <laughs> All three of which I uh, will continue to search for. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, All anyway, right. <laughs> now that we've now that we've you done grasp. our patented thirty-five minute di- digression, um, <laughs> let's get back to the conspiracy theory, guys. Uh, so, anyways, Andrew is being obsessed with like JFK theories. If you like, the most credible one is the weird, super boring one that involves like agricultural subsidies. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's like it's actually it's like, actually true. It actually is like the one that's like if you follow it, it's like, yeah, that possibly could be true. It like doesn't involve any mafia or him banging anybody. It's just someone getting real bitter that they weren't getting their like agricultural subsidy money <laughs> and uh like uh Johnson somehow stepped in and had him killed. Like because of <laughs> Really? I love I love most of the ones in with Johnson. I'm a big yeah, fan of that. Yeah, always it's always Lyndon Johnson when you get down to it. I was uh, a really big fan of Shooter in the Drain for a long time, but uh, I I, I kind of fell off that one a little bit. What's, you know, what Shooter in the Drain? Yeah, there was a a theory that the Shooter wasn't actually in the book depository. That it was actually a person in a storm oh, drain in, in the, the front drain. of the car. Oh, I thought you said in sh- the drain. I thought you said yeah. shooter and the drain. I'm like, that's like a, sounds like a really bad morning show. There we go, shooter in the drain in the morning. It's 4:45 a.m. 4:45 a.m. Someone shot the president. <laughs> Someone shot the president. Uh, so I was a super big fan of that. I'm a super big fan of the uh, the Saint John Hunt uh, conspiracy where. Uh, uh, fucking E. Howard Hunt uh, was on his deathbed and gave a list of responsible parties to his son, who he was like estranged <laughs> from. Love that shit. Yeah. Any of the ones that involve like the secret reveal are always great because it's like so good. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like yeah. This has been like a secret forever, except for this one moment where someone slipped up and said something, uh, and they didn't get killed. Like they kill the president, but not the dude that like got that, told yeah. the secret. That's probably working at like Arby's or something. Like, <laughs> Though at the same time, his wife died in some major shit, yeah. and uh, he uh, th- there was a point where he threatened Nixon when he was in jail for uh, for Watergate. <laughs> if you listen to the Nixon tapes, you can hear Nixon be like, "Yeah, we better we better give him the money he's asking for, <laughs> yeah, like, like or the, kill him." Uh, I like the Helen Hunt conspiracy. Yeah, everyone should myself. Die. Well, that's always my favorite part of, like, the 9-11 conspiracy stuff, is the uh, fact that it's, like, the most convoluted plan 
you know how to, fucking like, get dumb I am. Done. <laughs> I'm standing in New York all day, running around doing New York shit, fucking looking across the water. I know this conspiracy is coming. Up. I haven't even thought about the 9/11 conspiracy until you just said that. Oh my god, you're, you're the one person who yeah. forgot. Well, you and forgot. plus, like in your defense, like uh, you know, sorry to anybody that might be listening to this uh, podcast that believes any of that shit, but it is the stupidest theory, it's like the ever. <laughs> it is like it's absolutely ludicrous. like mor- you know, the most moronic of the theories. Well, we're gonna get a lot of flack because these young people yeah, no, I'm no. young too but these are like fucking these people are like embryos when the yeah, fucking Twin Towers yep. fell so they're gonna be like well what about this so come strong what about building, what about building seven? 7 yeah exactly well, like, seven. shut the control hell control demolition <laughs> what about the jumper the jumpers were false flags they have they found, they saw they, the computer um, they digitally rendered somebody's face and they found them again alive even though they jumped or the woman in the wa- the woman in the hole where they the show the single, I you know what? See the thing is, I'm not really a 9/11 person, but I love watching Live Leak, and like like I love watching the jumper videos because that shit's weird to watch when you people are jumping. Really weird. And uh, <clears throat> well, my favorite one is like, and this is what like another thing that started like the conspiracy obsession because it was someone that I like actually like knew mm. would always talk about how the pictures of in Washington D.C. that the bo- that the body sniffing dogs weren't responding to like. There being any bodies present, but they were, right. but they, but they were still black and white pictures. How could you tell if a dog <laughs> in a still picture was responding to there being a body present or not? Like it was just based on the picture of a dog standing around. It was like because of that, like there was no bodies Wait, there. The person who who do we know said that? Victoria. Oh, Vicky! <laughs> yeah, oh, gee, oh, man, yeah, no, that's no. what started it. Because I was like, I'm like, I can't believe she like referenced that because that's like the low end of like the 9/11 conspiracy. Yeah, that's the snow plane at yeah, the Pentagon. Yeah, it's like, oh no, there were no bodies there because you can see pictures of the dogs in the newspaper and they aren't responding to dogs <laughs> or to bodies. It's like it's still a picture. It's a photo. That's yeah, why. yeah. It's like it's because it's a picture of a dog. Like it's not doing anything. It's standing still. It'd be well, more suspicious. This dog is if, juggling. Yeah, yeah. It'd be more picture. suspicious if the, if the pictures of the dogs like well, involved motion or indication of any sort. I got like four days off of work when nine eleven happened. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> I got a few too. Yeah, I uh, was working at Kinko's. Yeah. Uh, let's not make this into a fireside chat. Where were you <laughs> in Twin Towersville? Uh, but uh, I didn't get any time off work when I found a dead body like that. Was, oh, yeah. <laughs> I had to work like the next twenty four hours straight. Oh. <laughs> Where did you find a dead body at work? Uh, oh, just because I work at a group home for like mentally ill adults. So like, okay. yeah, Justin well, works at crazy house. Yeah, I work at the crazy house. I wandered upstairs. Somebody was dead. Like uh, <laughs> you know, Hans, didn't you find a dead body on the way to work too, or is that somebody uh, else? Yes, actually, on the way to that Kinko's job. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! I'm the only one that's uh, avoided this so yeah. far. Yeah, there was a janitor on the Albany County uh, office building named Norman, who fell 30 stories, and uh, I think it was like 30 or 15 stories, or whatever. He but he was just laying on the ground like ah, like have you ever see a deer that gets hit by a car and it's just kind of like stunned. It's just like uh, ugh. I, yep, he was just laying there, and we we walked up, and there he was, and he was like, "Uh, it was awesome." That's one of many dead people I've seen in my <laughs> life. No, it's a. Uh, I don't know why I'm so well adjusted because I've seen a lot of shit, but I also have a terrible memory. So, well, it's also really anticlimactic. You're gonna wake up screaming tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna wake up dead tonight. No, it's, yeah, it's like not that exciting, really. Like you find somebody dead, you're like, well, that's you know. It's kind of like when you buy an Ozzy Osbourne CD, yeah. <laughs> and you really want it to be like the best, but then they have some clunkers. Justin and I went through that experience. 
when on Saturday, <laughs> when we were we went to Walmart together on a mandate, and I bought an Ozzy Osbourne CD. <laughs> a contemporary Ozzy Osbourne CD? No, Bark at the Moon. Okay. Classic. Right. And I was like, this rocks so hard. Five bucks at Walmart. If Five bucks at Walmart. Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Roll back. <laughs> Roll back. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. And Get a sort through the bin, it, but it's in there. Put it in, and uh, I remember the words to every single song, even the bad songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, now you see it, now you don't. Almost a rock and roll rebel. So bad. <laughs> was that uh, Randy Rhodes era? No, it was right after Randy Rhodes died. Yeah, uh, he, he, oh, he right. leans real heavy on the keyboards for that one yeah. because of that. But he has this one song called I Am So Tired, and it's about waiting at home for his wife to come home because his wife is out fucking cheating on him. And I'm just imagining like Sharon Osbourne out cheating on him, and he's like, I stay at home remaining true while you do what you want to do. And then, but the, the first line is, Time has come to say goodbye. Like he's packing his bags, getting ready to leave. The video is awesome. You know, do you guys remember at one point in the past there was the Osborne's reality show that oh had been God. wiped from reality? That was a real thing at one point? That was really, really bad. Well, Every that's now and then I think about that and I get stopped in my tracks thinking about how that was a thing. <laughs> For some reason, like, the, like I remember specifically an episode where he finds like an old ARP keyboard yeah. Like in his closet, and I remember being super stoked. So I'm like, "Oh, fucking! That's like a super nice vintage, like analog keyboard." And he is just terrified by it, and he's poking it, and it like makes noises all the time. <laughs> and he's like, "On on a he's a very drug addled." Yeah, that point. yeah. At that point, <laughs> like, he would like like wander yeah. away from it really fast, and it would make a noise. It was great. <laughs> he probably got it like as a promotion. Yeah, no, once. I don't know where he got that thing, but he had no idea what it was. Rob <laughs> Ozzy's L.A. house. Get the ARP. We're like, we don't want the jewels. <laughs> we, we talk don't. to that dude from Suicidal Tendencies. He definitely yeah. knows the fence. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the, the current bass player of Metallica who yeah. played bass for him, Robert Chuio, <laughs> who definitely knows offense. Yeah, that no. dude definitely knows offense, and he definitely knows how he can get that arp. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we don't want the jewels, yeah. we don't want the gold, we don't want the Nazi gold you have in your fucking house. Yeah, we're looking to get that arp. Uh, God damn it, Ozzy Osbourne, we just want that arp right. keyboard, <laughs> so we can start a synth man. <laughs> oh, you should have said so, you should have said that in the beginning. <laughs> then we would have started a synth band with Ozzy Osbourne, and we'd do Cold Cave covers. And Robert Chase. <laughs> That's really good. With Robert Trujillo. So it's yeah, me, Justin, Andrew, Robert Trujillo from Metallica, <laughs> and Ozzy doing Cold Cave covers. Perfect. Uh. <laughs> Cold Cave covers, or press one button on the Juno 6 yeah. for three and a half minutes. <laughs> Put it on the arpeggiator setting. Yes. <laughs> Let it go. I have, uh, I, I've avoided... Have, ever having to listen to Cold Cave, to the best of my knowledge. Have you, I, uh, have you yeah. uh, speaking of avoiding listening to bands, have you listened to Drug Church yet? I have not. They, uh, their album Somebody wrote a uh, question in I that know. was like, really annoyed <laughs> that I hadn't listened to Drug Church. Their it's album weird. is streaming live. You can listen to the whole thing. I haven't listened to it yet. Not only have I not listened to Drug Church, but every time Patrick talks about it on our site, the whole audience of the site skews by like five years younger than it normally does, <laughs> and I actually have to just shut down and I'm gone for a week because I like I, I wow. how many song how how many questions could I sit through where they're like you should do a Smashing Pumpkins cover well, you should do it at the driving cover it's gonna be the excellence man you should blow your head off <laughs> fucking stupid little shithead yeah, I hate you so much <laughs> yeah that's uh, yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah, still have not listened to George. Solid Yeah, the conspiracy stands that I. <laughs> yeah, that you are actually wrote all the music to it. Let's start a conspiracy, much like Hole and Kurt Cobain, where Andrew actually ghost wrote the entire Drug Church album, and now refuses to admit it. That sounds great. Okay. I admit nothing. Andrew and Justin in a went down into a cold cave <laughs> and wrote the entire Drug Church album. Uh, and uh, pitched it to Robert Trujillo from Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that involves that dude. I'm, Anything with uh, any okay conspiracy with, theory. I, like, uh, that's like the only likable person in the Metallica documentary. Oh, no. Kirk Hammett. Remember he got all ass hurt because he couldn't play a solo? Remember yeah, that? yeah. Well, that's just depressing. But... <laughs> that's true. But that dude was like actually like living in like a one room, like a oh, in the studio kind of, apartment in LA. In like some the... kind of monster. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Andrew, yeah. have you ever seen that? Uh, yeah, I only saw it once. Side. All I really remember about it is that they give him like a million dollar yeah, signing bonus at the end. Cash. Well, that's the thing. It's like they give him a million dollars, but when they show him before that, he's like literally like in someone's closet, like with yeah. like a bed on the floor <laughs> and like a really bad like sound system, practicing playing along with you something. Can tell like he bought definitely bought like a stereo with his infectious grooves advanced. Yeah, but he still lives in a shithole in LA yeah. somewhere. It was I like great. that. Uh, Jason Newstead, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. I, at that point, left to just go live on a ranch. I yeah. thought that was a really nice yeah. move. And uh, he left to join a band called, uh, oh, God, something brain. It was oh, like a yeah, jam yeah. band? Yeah, yeah, because they, they had to go see his jam band at some point. Like a, that's why I fear. That's what I fear. That's why I'm so <laughs> hesitant. To like write this? another album because I don't want to be I don't want to be uh, uh, Echo Brain I don't want to be I don't want to be like because I am like the Jason Newstead of the self defense family. <laughs> I, I left. And it was weird, and now I have to come back, and he tried to come back with Echo Brain. I don't want to come back with Echo Brain. Well, that's like a really good question, is why don't like people just go live on ranches more? Yeah, no, yeah. Like, what, <laughs> it like, seems dumb. What makes you keep making like shitty albums? Like, Why don't that's you just, like, you made a good album, I'm going to go live on a ranch. Like, yeah. that's I constantly, it. in my mind, am calculating the amount of money I need to not yeah. have to do anything anymore. <laughs> yeah. Right now, I'm very far away from it, yeah. but uh, I'd like to be closer. No, yeah, like, yeah, that's what, like, uh... My brother and I used to always have the discussion about like NFL players that get DUIs. Yeah, yeah. What are you like, doing? Who is driving themselves? That would be the first thing I would do is stop driving anywhere. <laughs> like I would pay someone to drive me everywhere. Like even to the grocery store, I'd be drunk. I don't care. I hate driving. Driving to the grocery store. Yeah, it's like it, I'm calling my driving uh you know guy. He's gonna take me to the grocery store. Yeah, I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but if it is, the 30 and 30 about broke athletes is yes. the best way to spend 45 minutes <laughs> yeah, of your life. It is so just unbelievable. Good. Like, Chad Ochocinco is probably the worst one. It's oh, so Vince Young good. wins everything, because he had that, like, uh, $50,000 tab at Chili's oh, or something God, like that. Where it's, it's so like, good. It's like you're not even going to, like, uh, Jay-Z's club and running up a tab or something. You're going to the Chili's in Nashville. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, like, all of these guys are just... Tracy Jordan on 30 Rock, but yeah, for real, it's yeah, just it incredible. No, it is. It's like, it's like that was your place to hang out was Chili's. Chili's, it's it's Nashville. Deal. It's a major city. It's like, there's got to be like somewhere else. Like, guys, 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 we've all gone to Chili's before, and we've all we've all been <laughs> we've all run up fifty thousand uh, dollars buying our friends drinks at Chili's. I don't think I've made fifty thousand yeah. dollars in my life. Uh, just throwing it out there. No, but still, I, great story. Yeah, poor like Vincent. How much I've made in my life? I thought I'd like to. You know, sit in the garage with the car running. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come, on, come on, Andrew. You made mad money. You're a millionaire, remember? Uh, I am a millionaire. It's true. You're a millionaire. I like how you rolled with the first by minutes. by Nigerian standards. I'm a millionaire. Oh yeah, me too. By Costa Rican standards, I'm definitely a millionaire. <laughs> 
I, uh, <laughs> all my bills dropped today because I once yeah. a year there's like this fucking planet aligning thing where all my auto pay lines up. And I have like like thirty dollars in my account right now. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. So more conspiracy stuff, guys. Sorry, we always digress. Nah. All right, what do we got here? I'm gonna open up the questions while what about uh, Operation Midnight Climax. We'll do this. Midnight Climax was a real. That's not a conspiracy. Whoa, that was a, right. real that was a real thing. thing. That's, that's right. what I don't like. <laughs> okay, you don't know That's the problem with conspiracies for me. Is that like the, the FBI did enough crazy shit. That you don't have to make up stuff that they. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No question. It's like Midnight Climax was literally an operation run, like in upstate New York, where they would provide like some house out in the Catskills, and then just give dudes free whores and drugs to see what the effects of the drugs were. Like they wanted to know what the effects of like yeah. LSD was on like the common dude, and so they would just give them like free drugs and send them out with hookers. Perfect. And it was like that was like the project, and it's like that's. It was a real thing. It was called Operation Midnight Climax, yeah. which also, also shows that some of the FBI is super good at naming things. I was definitely an intern. Yeah, yeah, because that was a great name. Also, my when I first started DJing, my DJ name, Midnight yeah. Climax. Just great. Like, such a great like name. But, like, yeah, that's crazy shit. You don't have to, like, make stuff up. Like, that was an actual thing. Yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry. okay, we got a question. They here. admit okay. to that. We got a question. <clears throat> The question is just skunk ape. Which is, this is somebody who can't differentiate between cryptids and uh, yeah, yeah, conspiracies. Yeah. Uh, to the no. best of my knowledge, there's no conspiracy to cover up the existence of skunk, skunk apes. apes. No, yeah, no, that's like... Uh, what are skunk apes? This does bring me back to uh, 9-11, where the person who claims to have seen Mothman in, a, uh, in an elevator uh, is still out there somewhere. So God bless. That I believe. That I 100% believe. Mothman, no problem. Well, the great, like, the best 9-11 was one was the one that like involved some sort of giant laser from space that actually shot like the twin towers from like above. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and, no, and it was like one of those ones that other like weird, crazy nine eleven people would back away from slowly. <laughs> like where it was like it's like no, 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 that's crazy. Like uh, you know, no, instead they which can bring us to my current favorite actually, which is the Black Knight satellite. Oh, the Black Knight satellite is love Black Knight satellite. Black Knight satellite's a really good conspiracy. What is that all about? I don't know anything about this. Tell us. Oh, that's exciting. Go ahead, dig in. I, <laughs> I you're, you're, you're I'll the let scholar you start, here. Like uh, on it. All right. This is the thing with these. I don't know any of like I don't know which you know space launch it was or anything like that. Essentially, there was a point in the uh, I want to say the 1950s or 60s where for about a week and a half the world was convinced that there was an alien satellite that was uh, and still is uh, orbiting yeah. Earth. Well, that's always the really th cool. The thing about that is that, like, that's like obviously not true, like the Black Knight thing, because it's like if there was an alien satellite, uh, we would have found it. Like, it's not like people aren't looking at space, but like people <laughs> continue to like mention it, like it's a real thing. It's like the uh, my favorite is the uh, the Harp program. That that's like a giant weather control like thing. Oh the, yeah, where it's I like about the Harp program. Yeah, yeah, the Harp pro project where it's like. Do you think if, like, the United States had the, the ability to create, like, random storms everywhere in the world, we would be, like, not doing it more? Yeah, what, are you kidding me? We'd be bothering to wreck New Orleans. <laughs> wow. like, like a the very weird off-season tornado just hit uh, Islamabad. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we wouldn't, like, drop We wouldn't like drop these things anywhere else. No, no, we're going to hit New Orleans. It's a real, yeah. like, you know, kind of, a, kind of a shithole. Like, we're embarrassed. We're going to, like, get yeah, wiped that off the test run. <laughs> like, uh, but, dude, it might have been a test run. Yeah. And it might have been, you know, a conspiracy by the NFL. 
Israel to move the Saints to Los Angeles. That's I thought that was going to happen at the time. They were so okay. They were so close. To God damn the Saints for winning the Super Bowl the next year, or else that team would have been gone. L.A. Saints. Man. <laughs> I want to know the the Detroit Lions will definitely move to L.A. No question. Yeah. Or the Jacksonville. Are we? Op- I haven't been paying attention. Are we open to having another L.A. team? Are they? Yeah, uh, they're, they're, they're building. That? Apparently, they're doing what, what in the economic development world they're doing what's called a build it and they will come aka field of dreams deal with uh, <laughs> with uh, they're going to build the stadium and cross their fingers and hope a NFL caliber team shows up which will definitely not happen it will be the LA Galaxy fucking soccer stadium <laughs> well that's because like all of the teams that would move like outside of like the weird like Florida ones which uh, is Jacksonville who sucks yeah Jacksonville. like uh, but like if you took like the Lions away from Detroit like people would cry. Like that's all yeah. that's left yeah. in Detroit. It would just you would come across as being like the biggest asshole ever. And it was almost going to be Minnesota, but then they got money to build a new stadium. Yeah, plus that's like the same thing. It's like, oh man, like uh, you know, you move, it's like, Minneapolis, you dude. Move, like you can't move the Carolina Panthers because there's way too much money tied up in there. Uh, you can't move. Well, you can move. Definitely move the Bucks or like teams like that. Yeah. you know. Like, no, they're all like too depressing. It's like the city would be like, oh, uh, like you'd find them like uh, hanging from the rafters in their garage like the next day. Oh, you better not move <laughs> the fucking Seahawks or I'll yeah. catch a case. Hey, uh, we're like a week and a half about that. We're like a week and a half away from the Hall of Fame game, which signals the beginning of football season. Yeah, we're we very it. close to preseason. <laughs> we right made now. it. And fat Tony Romo is gonna <laughs> fall on his fucking ass. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait for football when I be- can become a real arrogant fucking dickhead to everybody. <laughs> very excited for this. Justin has witnessed this near my house. There's a dude who drives a Steelers car. Dude has a fucking Steelers stickers, and why do I yell every time we go by the house? Steelers just, suck every time. Steelers suck. Dude's out in the fucking yard playing basketball with this kid. I roll the window down. <laughs> Steelers suck. <laughs> and he looks at me like, "Hey!" One time he went, "Hey!" I'm like, why? I'm gonna stop. Hey! Steelers suck. Hey! It was the best, and I do it. I'm like, Justin, roll the window down. Steelers suck. <laughs> really good. Good like, time. also, like, awesome in, like, uh, like other current events, uh, the Aaron Hernandez uh, oh, like, I killing I fucking thing. love this. That, a great story, because it's like, I'm just thinking of that in terms of Hans yelling, Steelers suck at that guy. Yeah. Like, what are the odds that that would escalate to the point where Hans had to, like, shoot the dude? Like it's, it's higher now than they were a few weeks ago, definitely. Yeah, but like it's like yeah, like what sort of dispute would happen where like it escalates to the point where it's like, oh, my only option is to shoot. Because I said the word "suck" in yeah, front of his, his child. Kids. But even that, he didn't shoot you. Right. Like yeah, and no, no, no. He's a suburban that. dude. Probably makes comfortable money. Yeah, like he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't he want makes to rock enough the boat. to buy two Seahawks stickers to put on his <laughs> Nissan Altima. <laughs> he bought like the custom like a black seat car. covers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so, look, Steelers fucking suck. Justin's the biggest Steelers fan I know. Yeah. And I say in his presence, and he doesn't want to kick my ass. No. So. Neither of us are going to shoot him. But it is yeah, funny like, when, we watch, when we watch a Steelers <laughs> game, and I'm like, ha-ha, and he's like, I don't want to. When the Steelers lost the Super Bowl, he's like, that's it. We're not watching the post game. And he kicked, <laughs> and he kicked everyone out of his house. That was the That's bad. done. <laughs> like, it's like, I don't want to look at it. This football season is over. <laughs> that's the saddest time when <laughs> yeah, football it is. season's over. It is, because, like, that's the end. Yes. All right, story's done. Story. Yeah, movie's Let's over. Let's tie these all together. Roll. Okay. Um, 
Are you guys familiar with the current conspiracy theory that the Yankees are keeping A Rod off of the fucking <laughs> roster by continuing? That's not a conspiracy. To he's injured. That's yeah. not a conspiracy theory. That's absolutely true. He, we, there is no way they let him he back on the slid, field. He slid. Oh no, no he question. He ran yeah. and dove for a foul ball at Wilkes-Barre Scranton and injured himself. Yeah. And there is a thing about this, though, at the same time. What do you think the insurance policy in that dude is? It's got to be it's ridiculous. Lloyd, Lloyd's oh, yeah. of London, fucking $186 Yeah, so there's dollars. some dude with a comb over right now who's praying that he gets that fucking, like, that proof that A-Rod's injured right, like, yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. is like, not, not, A-Rod. he's losing sleep over it. I yeah. think, I honestly think that we have seen him in, uh, we have seen him in pinstripes for the last time. I, I think he'll be back. I think we'll probably not this season, but I think he'll oh. we'll we'll see him at some Wish point for another thinking. quarter of a season. Listen to this guy. You are a real Yankee fan because I I know. don't want him back. No, that's, what, that's him. what I'm like. Uh, that's I like think it'd be weird... dope if you fill out a window. We didn't have to pay him anymore. But uh, you know, wasn't he going like out with Cam Diaz? Wasn't that his big squeeze lately? I don't know. Right. No, he was uh, dating her like a while ago. He was dating Cameron. Yeah. I remember one time he picked up Cameron Diaz in a helicopter. Yeah, that was like that big A Rod. <laughs> he was piloting. The, he was still. I was watching. I was watching the news, and they're like, Alex Rodriguez piloting his own helicopter, picking up Cameron Diaz. Oh, please crash! Just I crash! Know. Just crash! <laughs> well, that's like the awesome thing with like the possibility that he may never play for the Yankees again. Is that like the Yankees have sucked up a lot of like assholes that like. Uh, with huge salaries and let them play again, like uh, Carl Pavano played like mm-hmm. repeatedly for them. Yeah. Kevin Brown, like they had so many people that were like huge failures that they continued to allow to play. They were probably also like huge steroid users, but like no question, this is the one that like may have pushed them too far. It's Randy like this Johnson. is the uh, like the Bronson moment for the Yankees, where it's like the, it's like oh this time it's too much. This time <laughs> Jeff Goldblum raped my wife. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> over. It's, this is it. The Yankees are gonna go ape shit. Like they're not. I was it. watching. I think it was a Texas game last night where I don't even know this kid's name. I'm not gonna bother to learn the third baseman's no, name. No. He's gonna be there for six minutes. Yeah. Where he hurt himself diving for a ball. Yeah. I saw that. I thought I was going to blow my brains out. Like, I'm so sick of fucking third base right now. It's ridiculous. I saw that at the gym. I was like, ah, they have nobody at third base now. It's unbelievable. Joe Girardi's going to go play third base now. They're going to hold a raffle in the stands and be like, no, third base. (laughs) From Mawa, New Jersey. Oh, God. Like, my favorite, like, Yankee, because it's a tie-in to Michigan, like, was, like, uh, Drew Henson, who used to be the quarterback at University of Michigan. Who gave up like big football money to play uh, baseball, baseball for the Yankees and then sucked? Mm-hmm. But like his one appearance for the Yankees, he hit like a double and got to third somehow, and then tripped going to home base <laughs> and fell like in the middle of the base pass and got tagged out. And it was just like a summation of his entire life in one moment where it's like uh, it's like ah oh, fuck. What auto parts you. plus do you think he's working at? Now? Yeah, no, it's like ah. Oh. Yeah, he tried to come back uh, as a safety. Uh, for the, in the NFL for a while. No, nah, the dude's tried everything to get back to football now, and it's like, ah, oh, dude, like, yeah. Now he's got to suck to get back in the NFL. <laughs> All right, we've got another question here. Right. How prevalent is the belief in lizard people with the, uh, uh, with on, oh, sorry, trying to say within the conspiracy community? I think we sort of answered that. Uh, the yeah. belief is, you know, high. Yeah, it's kind of fringish. Like, it's like one of the, like, the, the guy's got, like, a real following because it's like, you know his name, David Ick. Like, if you, know, like, are familiar with that sort of thing. But, uh, like, it might be pronounced different, but it's like I-C-K-E, I think it's like the the spelling on it. But, uh, but there was some other weird, like, uh, cult group that was involved around some sort of, like, bald girl in Africa that, like, also, <laughs> I gotta like, Google this. also involved, uh, 
because it was like that she was some sort of weird like uh, savant savior like girl and like they also believe the oh, lizard people stuff it's oh, usually it's really usually exciting. ties way more into like the cult stuff like all the cults always like believe the li- lizard people shit for some reason are you talking about the band the cult yeah <laughs> yeah it's cult. usually the band the cult <laughs> that actually segues into our next question all right <laughs> Besides the obvious political, religious, historical, or current event theories, are there any conspiracy theories in music you believe? Is there a society of musicians that they're ghostwriting 90% of the revelant, uh, revelant, Jesus, revelant. relevant hardcore or punk albums? Really? You think that somebody's ghostwriting that garbage? Yeah, the, well, that was my like one-liner from earlier, was like, except for the conspiracy to convince people that like uh, hardcore music isn't super sucky. Uh, like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like uh good conspiracy yeah so awesome far. like yeah i like the conspiracy not middle-aged dudes yelling about teenage problems for the most part <laughs> in weird voices holy <laughs> fuck <laughs> like justin kiss is just laid it down that is so fucking true what i'm i really hope that at least one young kid listening to this just Wait, looked at their hardcore records was like uh, uh you know what he's uh, right he's right probably right so like look it's just like fucking Doritos. They'll make more. Sell your hardcore records and buy like a <laughs> buy like a nice bike. Yeah. Or or like uh, you know. You know you should buy a nice set of cookware. No, like yeah, I, I worked. I worked with our good friend uh, Jason Jetty at oh, the record JJ. store. <laughs> JJ, who uh, actually in uh, in a moment of uh, weirdness a few years ago was power bombed by Ray the Bouncer. Yeah. Oh yeah. All oh, keeping Ray, it all together. Yeah. Yep. Like all ties back in. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Probably like one of the greatest moments of my life was him eating body seven. Like, that was the funniest thing <laughs> I think I've ever seen ever. in my entire life. Oh, I, like I can't. I, if I look back on everything that's ever happened, that's like, that, like gotta be one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Like especially out of context, just be standing there drinking like a vodka tonic at Valentine's, the punk bar, and yeah. then just all of a sudden see like this skinny dude get picked up by Ray and slammed to the floor. <laughs> Ray, Ray, who looks like Lawrence Taylor from the yeah. Giants. Yeah, like it's That's, also oh like, God. it's like, what the hell happened over, there? Over the, lo- over the love of a woman. Yeah, no, that was great. And um, you guys as drummer. Yes. Uh, That's true. Yeah, That's true. Uh, ties back in once again. Ties uh, back. Uh, band, big... Big, big circle yeah. there. But anyways, yeah. He's so but like, anyways, JJ. JJ. Like, I remember having like a year-long conversation with him trying to get because he owned every like Jawbreaker album on vinyl. Nice life. And trying to get him to sell them. Because I'm like, I'm like, dude, there's like a limited time where like kids are still <laughs> going to believe that Jawbreaker was a good band. <laughs> like, you need to sell them. And not now. to mention, owning all that shit is not good for your mental health. No, no. Like, in any, in any sense. No, and plus it's like, it's like, you know, you're a middle-aged dude like, at this point. Like, it's, you know, it was cool. It's cool for, you know, an angsty teenager or whatever. But like, you're not going to listen to that shit anymore. Or at least, you know. With a clean conscience, so yeah. sell yeah. that, bring yeah. that shit to your friend, or sell that shit on eBay, and then take that, take your party to Williams and Sonoma. No, well, that, well, okay. plus it's like that, those albums like sell for good money on online eBay for like the originals. Oh, yeah. so you can get like forty bucks or whatever. For yeah, them, get but, yourself a nice French press. Yeah, or you know, buy Ethiopian Yerga Chefe. You know that isn't, isn't so dated. You yeah. know. <laughs> like, a, like a cameo record. Yeah, buy a cameo record. Like any of the Kiss solo records. Yeah, you could buy so many cameo oh, records. Buy, or, or you could buy the. <laughs> The Ace Freely Kiss solo record, which is so oh, good. So good. <laughs> Back in the New York groove. Yeah. You probably could buy all the original master tapes to the police line uh, discography. Like, no uh, question. Which is still, <laughs> which is still, still in the last vestige, I'm sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, still like a shelf of last vestige. Uh, awesome. It. Yeah, basta. 
if I'm working, you come in with enough money, they're yours. Wow. Chris, Chris awesome Lawrence will be pissed. Wow. But really, really, really. Chris Lawrence will be beside himself. With His decade long project of like assembling. He'll that. be so pissed that he won't have to tell people he's putting out that record. Yeah, yeah. Chris Lawrence beside himself with grief and wondering at the advent of the police line master tapes going going awry when i worked with him in saratoga and he first started his record label like he was obsessed with that like that was like his like uh crown jewel that was his his uh white whale he, like, for the longest time up. like the old there's like you know like the people who remember police line are like uh you know dead in jail um yeah moved yeah. on joined a cult moved to ithaca that kind of shit you know like yeah i remember though yeah, like that was the whole point of releasing the tragedies record. I Doing think my was best like not to remember <laughs> to like uh, get like that uh, that police line thing started. Hey, uh, speaking of the word tragedy, a uh, new tragedy show coming to Albany. I'm going. <laughs> Sounds dope. I'm going. They're playing downstairs. It's I think crazy. it might be on a Monday though, which I'm least slightly. Yeah. Uh, let's go, Justin. Uh, Come on. Yeah. We love going to. I have to Justin, work on Monday. Though. Justin and I love going to punk shows. <laughs> like, I went, we went to a punk show on Friday, and I, I have like Starbucks. <laughs> I like that. Our, like our tolerance for punk shows has shrunk to the point where like we went to the punk show on Friday, we didn't go in. Because that, that would involve paying like five bucks or whatever. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, and like no one actually had gone into the show. There were like ten people in the building and like thirty kids like sitting on like the curb. Yeah. And uh, like we sat there for like five minutes and decided to go watch Escape from New York. <laughs> it's cool that you guys are becoming like when you, you always go to those shows and there's like young crusty kids sitting outside like drinking in the back. Yeah. But you guys are sitting there drinking like green tea lattes yeah. in the back of Valentine's. I had my, I had my, uh, yeah. I had my Starbucks and I'm like. Dude, didn't you download Escape from New York? And we're like, fuck this. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Let's get some pizza and watch Escape from New York, yeah. which is awesome. Is so, good. <laughs> so good. Snake. Oh, you're Pliskin. I know yeah. you. Plus, it's like everyone that shows up in that movie, you're like, oh my god, Ernest Borgnine. Oh, yeah, so <laughs> like, good. Donald Pleasant. Oh, oh man. God, it's like, Ray like, Don Chong. Yeah, it's like just everyone. <laughs> like, I Ray Don Chong. No, she no, should have been. No. As the love no, but what's her name? Uh, uh, isn't it the. Uh, 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 well, Debbie Harry. No, uh, oh. Adrian Barbeau. Adrian Barbeau. Adrian Barbeau. She was in all those. Yeah. She was married to John Carpenter. Yeah. Holy shit, she's really good looking. She's the <laughs> also, some random girl at the diner that was super foxy that had like a real like uh, new wave punk haircut. That yeah. was like, and then, I had to go back and rewatch this. Yeah. yeah but then I'm starting. I'm, I'm forgetting down, all these people. They pulled yeah. it down through the floorboards. She was really, really good looking. Yeah, she was super foxy. She's yeah. like, and like, like a real like. Uh, I had a type that would be like, oh yeah. Yeah, man. super good looking girl, like a. If I had a time, I think I that don't. was they were trying to like introduce her to the film world because in the credits they listed it as like and and like used featuring. her name yeah and also featuring like some random girl that never did anything again. <laughs> all, right. all right, I got another question here. This one is uh, tying it all in. This is our former drummer Eric Busta. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yep. Boost directed to me. Please post the ingredients to the lunchbox drink. Then I won't have to text you drunkenly from a bar asking the same thing every time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess this is my drink. You uh, you gave people the, uh, the, wine, the recipe for the wine, wine bloom. bloom. Yeah, very good. My uh, my addition to this is called the lunchbox. I can't take credit for it. It's uh, it came to me from uh, two friends of mine from uh, Atlanta. This is actually a super good drink, and the bartender's going to look at you like you're a psychopath when you do it. But just do it. It's a pint glass. You fill it halfway with orange juice. You fill it up to just about. The, actually, no, I'm sorry. You halfway with orange juice you take a shot glass of amaretto drop it into it and then fill it up with the shittiest beer you can find and then you have to drink it all at once you just have to chug it oh my god 
It sounds horrifying, but it tastes like an orange Julius, and it will <laughs> knock you on your ass. Oh. It is so good. <laughs> Jesus, that's great. We it's to, so good. We should post all of our drink recipes. We have you a really, between them. Yeah. I want so bad for the lunchbox to live on, so yeah. that's it. Oh, wait, Half orange juice. Mine, shot yeah, no, right I, like actually, beer. like I actually have like a, a, Just a very good drink uh, that's oh, solid. Like as long as we're going on this, which is uh, the V8 uh, fusion smoothie drink <laughs> with vodka, <laughs> cherry vodka, any vodka, like yeah. any flavor of vodka, like doesn't matter. And it's called a gym rat because it has like two servings of vegetables in it or whatever. Yeah. So technically, you're getting vodka, two serving, and two servings of vegetables in a drink, uh, really like good. an alcoholic form, and it tastes delicious. Yeah, you don't even taste the booze. Yeah, no, it's really good. Solid drink. I'm like trying to like uh, like nail down some sort of copyright on that thing because it's like a really good idea. I want to copyright the 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 wine bloom. I want to copyright the the L A style is like a real drink. It's a. I think the wine bloom like suffered some bad PR after the Sean Duty incident. So you know that happens when you have a celebrity like that. Yeah, embrace it. Yeah, I talked to Goody today, guys. He's okay. All right. Not only is he okay, he's got a friend he can stay with for as long as he wants, (laughs) and also. Uh, he's been promoted to prep cook, guys. Yeah. Being notably uh, silent over here. Yeah. <laughs> Crickets. He's no, hey, he's been promoted. He says he's going to be up to, up in Albany for the holidays. And I'm we should uh, actually like throw out for like uh, the listeners uh, to this podcast. Here's my like little contribution okay. uh, to like the social networking aspect. Like, what's an inappropriate age to live at like a group like punk house? Uh, <laughs> Like, like, because uh, I know people that, like, still are going to have to have, like, three or four roommates, like, well past their 40s. Yeah. I think there's no problem with having roommates. Even multiple roommates, I think that's perfectly fine. You can do that into your 50s. Who gives a shit? When you're in a punk house? Yeah. That's the like, when there's just, like, the pile of clothes next to the door? That's the 22? Yeah, 23? no. Like, 22, 23, yeah. Well, that's what, like, when I was out in L.A., that guy, like, wandered in that was, like, the L.A. Sean Duty. Like, he looked exactly <laughs> like Sean Duty. had the same mannerisms. There's another one out there. Like, he's, like, the exact same guy. Like, really creepy. But you were hanging out in an L.A. punk house. Yeah, but house. we're hanging out in an L.A. punk house, and this dude, like, wanders in, like, out of a bedroom or something. Like, hey, dude. <laughs> and it's no, like, you're not quite sure he lives there. Yeah. You know? And it's, it was, like, really, like, I don't know. You might be too old to live here, man. Like, At the uh, lowest of the low, I remember I I living in a punk house, and it was like the summer, and there were like people, like everybody. Did, it was like a Sunday afternoon, and all the couples who lived in the house were fucking at the same time. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's like, and it's like the the house next door was really close, so everything's like echoing off the walls, <laughs> and it's like one girl was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, yeah." Oh my god! It was like sounded like a mantra. It's like oh my god, oh my god, yeah, oh my god. <laughs> I wanted to like beatbox over it. It was like really good. Uh, and it was, but it was like you know, it was like that gross punk sex, fucking sweaty from the night before. Yeah. Yeah, there's gotta be a cutoff. There's gotta be some sort of like inappropriate age to live at. Like, a... yeah, are we gonna t- are we gonna do the Sean the the uh, the Sean Duty rescue project here? Are we gonna <laughs> pass the fucking hat around? Are we gonna get a pay- PayPal together to buy get Sean Duty a fucking apartment? No, man, he just got promoted. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah he's got oh, fucking yeah, money. What are you kidding him. me? Yeah, he's got Mercedes money. He had that like AutoZone job for a while too. Yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. He like, worked at Napa. Yeah, like, Napa. I'm sorry, yeah, Napa. Yeah, that Napa delivery job for a while. Like, that dude's doing fine. He would get so fucking mad. I saw him out in traffic a couple times driving the Napa truck. <laughs> that motherfucker, I'd beep at him. Yo, what's up, John? Doing that? And he'd be like, oh, he'd be like, so, like, don't be ashamed of where you work, motherfucker. 
You're driving around with a hat on it. It's not a big deal. Yeah, no, Your no. Your truck has a no. hat on it. Yeah. <laughs> Your truck has a Jimmy hat on it. Yeah. All right. Got a non-conspiracy question. Watch uh, Driver 23 slash Atlas Moth, another plug. Uh, oh, my God. The greatest Such a shit. great movie. Great, great movie. It involves, like, a metal guy that drives, like, a, a Napa delivery truck that's, <laughs> that's weirdly re- re- reminiscent of Sean Duty yeah, and, like, the yeah, entire yeah. thing. Like, really good. It takes, like... 30... Super hard to find, but, like, well worth it. Yeah, Driver 23 slash the Atlas Moth. Yeah. Really, I'm going to start really looking good. around on uh, news groups tonight. Oh, oh those really, are, really they good. are so good. Here's that one. I don't want... Fall in love. It's, it's like some like metal song, dude from Minnesota yeah. that's trying to like make a Queensryche album, oh, uh, so but good. it takes like ten years for him to do it because he's like autistic and can't like and he's like so obsessive about like having the right equipment and everything. Like they literally build like a man of war bass stack for a band that's yeah. like only played in a local bar like once. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, remember he has he has a wife who is a part-time clown. Yeah, yeah. And like a, one day she just moves to LA and is like, "Sorry, yeah. this is wife." And he freaks out. No, and it's like this it's actually a nice movie because they're super nice. Everyone likes the guy making the movie cuz it's a documentary. And so they're not mean to oh, him. Oh, so already. this shit's real. Yeah, no, 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 it's a right. real. No, it's a real movie about Dan uh, I can't remember his last name is Dan. This dude Dan. Dan Cleveland. Dan Cleveland. Dan Cleveland, who had his band. Uh, the Dark Horse was Dark the name. Horse. Dark Horse. I've watched this movie so many times. Dark Horse <laughs> was the name of the band. Yeah. Changed it to Driver Three later on. Driver Twenty Three later on to like try to capitalize on like the movie. But wow, all right. But like it's like he does this like really like eighties progressive metal like band. Oh, I'm super gonna download no, this tonight. So, I'm really excited. No, it's amazing. It's like really like one of the better like music documentaries I've watched because it's just like so like. It like breaks your heart every moment. Something like, he does something. He does. <laughs> like he builds like a basement studio, like which everybody's like recording a basement. But this dude like builds like an isolation booth in his basement, and it involves a lot of foam packing from like VCR boxes and stuff that he's like, uh, he's like, uh, like foam packaged together. It's so Jesus it's Christ. so good. Like at one, he has like a lot of stick figure uh, drawings of like the studio. And, like, in one, there's, like, a rocking chair on a table, like, with a stick figure sitting in it. And you think, oh, that's, like, some sort of weird, like, mistake. And then, like, later on, they show him in, like, a rocking recliner on the table. <laughs> like, in the recording room. You're like, oh, well, no, that isn't, that was his actual plan, was to put a rocking chair on top of oh, the table. Oh, that sounds fucking great. Yeah, really Jesus. It, comes, oh. uh, it definitely comes uh, when I drive approved, for sure. Yeah, no, it's oh, really, right. really, other, really good. Uh, you see any other questions in the crosshairs there, Andrew? Yep. I got one right here. Uh, non-conspiracy related. Okay. Hans, my buddy has an opportunity to take a girl to good old club cheating. Oh, good luck. Kinda. Kinda. He's not in a position to be a homewrecker of sorts. Said woman isn't tied down to a particular dude, but she's looking to have fun, have a fun time, it seems. But she's been involved with the same dude for a while. Nothing official or whatever, but still. Any advice aside from the already heated don't do it? Yeah, what's up? Is this girl with this dude or is she not? Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, no, no, no. She's looking like to I'm have, confused. She's isn't, isn't okay. Said woman isn't tied down to a particular dude, but she's been involved with the same dude for a while, so she is involved with the dude. Yeah, mentally, uh, I talk to a friend of mine a lot about this. But, uh, I'm not going to get on a big gender role trip or anything, but like, there's a lot of what I'm learning slowly and surely is that there's a lot of expectation associated with this kind of shit like dating and all this other bullshit just uh, I don't know man I got no answer for this this this, this, this seems I, I can't Look, tell if this woman's with somebody thing, or not here's the thing you are no doubt gonna catch shit 
from her because you're you're gonna fuck and then she's gonna be like, well, I'm confused now because I'm I'm seeing Larry, but uh, or Lan- let's call him Lanny, all right? Lanny. I'm seeing Lanny for a while, like three years, but I really like you. Let's just let's just be, you know, we can just hang out and like. And, like, have sex, and then, like, you're like, like anybody would. You're like, okay, cool, if you're really down cool, for it. Cool, ellipsis, question mark. Cool, yeah, yeah cool, okay. Uh, she isn't tied down. She's not in a position. He's not in a position to be a homewrecker, fine. But men mentally aren't that tough. And this dude, Lanny, no question is, like, I was really going to Lanny's going to be fucking knocking and trying to, like, kick in your yeah, screen door at a, 2 in the morning on a work night. I was in a situation with Preppy, right? All right. And, like, once uh, you're done, I'm going to drop some knowledge here. Okay, uh, like, just <laughs> going to drop some knowledge. All right, well, I was in a situation with this girl we called Preppy, who, and her, her boyfriend was a, was a real, like, a, was kind of like a pussy, you know, like a real pussy dude. And um, he, he, was, he went, like... Uh, she was like seeing him, but also seeing me. But then, like, I was like, "Are you sure it's okay?" And she's like, "Sure, it's totally cool." But and like, but at the same time, going to him and saying, "I'm not seeing him anymore." But then going to me and saying, "Oh yeah, you know, he knows we're seeing each other. It's fine." And it's like all fucking weird. And uh, there's never a good answer. So, and I don't even have a good answer to the question. So just don't. Right? Go no. to, as my father. I have. Gonna, as I my have fa- a good answer. Well, as, which my, like well, as my father told me when I dial phone sex. Go jerk off in a corner somewhere. Stop <laughs> fucking up everybody's life. <laughs> Thanks, Pop. Thanks, yeah, Pop. Oh, solid. My, like, two answers to this is that, uh, one, it involves my one rule, which is, uh, there's always some dude out there that will bang your girlfriend. Uh, yeah, Which no is, question. like, it's like, that will happen. So, like, don't get butt hurt if someone, like, uh, bangs your girl. That's your girl's fault. Because, like, it's not hard to find some, like, horny dude out there that will, like, sleep with, like, whoever you're dating. Yeah. Rule number two. There's always someone waiting in the yeah, wings, like yeah, that, constantly. Yeah, no, no, no. There's Especially always Albany, Yeah, fuck. yeah, any town, though. Like, yeah, then like, there's ten people. Always some dude at work. There's someone out there that will, like, definitely, like, bang her. And then rule number two is if you're that guy that's going to bang uh, the girl in the long-term relationship, uh, do you really seriously want her showing up at your doorstep because she's got nowhere to live now? Yeah. Like, that, that, that should good, be, like, good this, question. that should be the sobering thought. Like, this should hit you when you do that. Right. Like, it's be like, be like, oh, you. fuck. Like, I don't, like, I broke up the relationship. Now I'm going to have to have her shut my doorstep. Uh, like, uh, I don't want to stay right now. Lanny. Lanny. I got a big fight with, like, uh, Lanny. Whoever, Lanny. Yeah, I got a big fight with Lanny. And now I need a place. And it's like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Now I'm, like, stuck with her crashing here for, like,. Forever. Yeah, forever. And, and Lanny storing bottles at my house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My landlord yeah. lives upstairs. It's yeah. just so not cool. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Lanny kicked out my basement window. Yeah. <laughs> Don't play me. Play Lotto. Don't play me. Play Lotto. <laughs> so yeah. I am with Hans's dad. Just jerk off in a corner. Just like, it's like, Jesus, right. Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, yeah. it's like not worth the it's trouble. Better. I mean, yeah. As usual, Hans's dad really yeah. steers. He's like the moral rudder yeah, of the yeah, podcast. Yeah, real before, com- moral compass Before there, my like, near 70-year-old father um, becomes too old to speak. I'm going to have him on this podcast. <laughs> oh, please do. Like, That's hey, so good. We should have my dad on, too. It'd be really fucking weird. It would be the best. It would be the best. The dad. Uh, uh, let's read a couple more here, Andrew. I know we have some extra time. Um, Hans, I know you're on the good foot lately, but have any lucky... La- thank you for saying that. Have any lucky ladies gotten a chance to play Tarzan with you recently? Surprisingly, no. Uh, or not surprisingly, depending on if you've seen a photo of me. <laughs> Uh, no. I also, the fact that we can't stand for more than five minutes at a really bad punk show. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like really yeah. like. 
the fact that my, it's hard to meet women when you're watching uh, Escape from New York. Well, yeah, yeah, it is. It's like, when, yeah, that when my, that's more appealing than like sitting around trying to hit on oh, some like punk girl for like uh, uh, three hours on the off no, chance. I guess discharge was cool. In Albany, yeah. in Albany, there uh, there is no hitting on punk girls unless you ha- are like uh, there's just no hitting on punk girls because everybody is so weird and into their own trip. Uh, and, and you actually you earn a lanny just doing that. What's that? Like, if, when you're an Albany, you earn, like, that fucking hostile dude just talking to somebody. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. there's already a dude who's like, I'm going to grab that Louisville slugger, and I'm going to hit him. Like, we'll <laughs> do it. What are you trying to well, do it? Because there's always fucking some dude that's, like, been, like, sitting there for, like, three years waiting to bang this girl. Oh, yeah. Like, eventually, it's like, uh... <laughs> that's the thing, though. They'll be like, oh, I've, I've been really wanting her, you know, since, like... 2006. Yeah. And every dude, honest, straight up though, honestly, oh, he's my best friend in the world, but this dude wants to fuck you. And this dude's like, oh, well, you know, we went so fucked up together in the city and it was like awesome. And like, he cried. Remember that Piss Jean show? Yeah, well, remember. He always gives me rides home and I'm fucking like, you know, too drunk to fucking drive or whatever. But, uh, you know, and she probably cut him off a little bit, but... But, uh, you know, cut him off a little bit of leg. But at the same time, it's like that fucking punk love, man. Well, plus, it's like, it. It, like, back to the point, is like it's like that dude that's going to be super pissed. And then you have, like, a hardcore beef. Yeah, you have a fucking, <laughs> some dude. I heard like, he's a really fucked up dude. Yeah, it's oh, like all of a sudden yeah. you're involved in some sort of weird beef with some dude that the you don't know. The day that I get in another, in another fight in my life with somebody was stick and poke tattoos <laughs> is the day I call it a day and ship myself off to Germany and fucking work in a bar somewhere before, until I die of cirrhosis. Um, no. Jesus. All right, well, on that note, I'm going to have to call this. i got to run out. All right. Uh, you guys feel uh, satiated? Do you feel like we uh, we nailed it with the conspiracies? I feel we nailed oh, yeah, it yeah. very well. Yeah, I mean, you go on forever, but it's yeah, <laughs> yeah we just scratched it is the a it's a deep, one. deep well, but yeah, it's just a ripple in a reptilian pond. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Well, this has been episode thirty. This has been thirty episodes of Everdyne Drive. It's fucking thirty crazy. episodes. I love I love what we do, Andrew. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm super bummed out. I missed the Ray the Bouncer. Uh, yeah, when well, you missed like, that. Ray's already it. talking about doing another episode. Oh, so, I, I, uh, I, like, let me know. Time. Every time I, I see Ray, he wants to know like uh, he wants to know where the royalty check is. <laughs> he wants to know when we're doing another one. Uh, you know what? Sean Duty's going up during the holidays. Maybe yeah. I'll go up there. We'll get a Sean Duty episode. We'll get a Ray episode. We'll. Uh, Ooh, boy. Like a real all-star special. We should bring. Yeah. We should, oh, we should, uh, what we should do is bring, uh, like in a real weird Kurosawa moment, bring Ray the Bouncer and Jason Jetty back together to tell their oh, like, shit. <laughs> and your drummer, uh, like, oh, could yeah. like be on, like, and have like everyone's perspective of that evening that Jason Jetty got body slammed by Ray the Bouncer. Yes. <laughs> Left to die. Left to die. Uh, real quick, uh, go to photographsofcraigslist.tumblr.com. So good. Uh, yeah, it is photo- actually. Yeah. <laughs> it seems to be people seem to love it. Photographs of Craigslist.tumblr.com. Uh, and that's it. Andrew has to. Uh, uh, go to uh, a exclusive I go to party a in the show. Chrysler building. Yeah, <laughs> a discharge building at the top of the cri- <laughs> discharge show at the top of the Chrysler building. It's weird. Yeah, Andrew has to write the next drug church record tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then uh, let's call it. We'll see yeah. you guys next week. With Don't forget 31. to uh, sell your jawbreaker records. Uh. <laughs> sell your jawbreaker records while We're, you still get a good yeah, price for peak them. At the mar- peak at the market. Like mm-hmm. Just say it. Watch out for reptilians. Hug them off, man. And, uh, yeah. Uh, don't fuck with, uh, agriculture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess that's, yeah. that's a dead-end street for you. Uh. <laughs>
Don't oh, man, I didn't even get into the Monsanto and Blackwater conspiracy thing. Oh, which fuck, all right, that'll... Like I said, like, the <laughs> 31. Oh, uh, yeah, like, oh, man, no, like, a whole other great uh, burgeoning conspiracy thing. Fuck me. <laughs> all right, we'll see you next week with 31. Let's cue the music. All right. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.